For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Twyla Colburn. You're listening to Daybreak. Today we cover great inflation, the new dean of the college, Michael D. Gordon, a new ruling on the IRS contractor who leaked Trump's tax returns, and figure skater Camila Valieva's suspension from international competition. It's Tuesday, January 30th. As the average GPA of students at Princeton and its peer organizations is on the rise, some critics have taken the opportunity to decry great inflation in the Ivy League. However, opinion columnist Vincent Jiang offers a more optimistic take. We sat down with him to get a better understanding of his viewpoint. Hi, my name is Vincent. I'm a junior in the School of Public International Affairs. I'm also a contributing opinion columnist at the Prince. Great. Um, so can you tell me about the underlying situation? So what happened with grade deflation? Sure. So I think um, there's been a lot of conversation recently about grade inflation getting a lot worse after the pandemic um, really sort of kick-started um, this rapid rise in grades. So just over the last five years, the average Princetonian's GPA has increased 010 um, which is markedly more than it has been kind of over the long term. However, I kind of wanted to challenge the underlying assumptions that, you know, grade inflation is inherently bad for a university. I think that a low, stable, predictable rate of grade inflation, kind of similar to how price inflation works in the real economy, um, is actually good and something to be expected, maybe something for administration to manage, but not something that is inherently bad or malicious. Okay, so what are some of the arguments against great inflation and then why do you disagree with those? Yeah, so um, I think a lot of professors, administrators, especially at our peer institutions at Harvard and Yale, have recently expressed frustration with the fact that a grade is, you know, worth less now than it used to be, that a 4.0 is less special now because so many people are getting that. And I, I think this is, it's totally the wrong way to look at it. Um, you know, Sure, that more people are getting 4.0s now than they did 20 years ago, but let's face it, um, admissions are way more competitive now than they are than they were 20 years ago as well. It's a totally different ballgame. Um, our class composition is totally different. Um, I think just over the last 20 years, um, the admissions rate has been slashed almost in half. That's sure to create all sorts of different selective pressures on college applicants trying to get in. Um, so for instance, they're taking way more AP grades, they're spending more time working on, you know, time management skills, that sort of thing. And, um, I, I think that just makes them way more prepared before matriculation. And, and that also translates to greater success after matriculation. It's not unreasonable at all to think that, you know, the, 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 the most Darwinian college emission system in, hu- in human history, frankly, has also kind of literally evolutionarily selected successive classes of Princetonians to just be better at school. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's totally expected for, um, you know, the average GPA of Princetonians to also be correspondingly rising over time. Okay, great. Thanks so much. It was great talking to you. Yeah, great. You can read more of his opinion at thedailyprincetonian.com or at the link in the show notes. In university news, Michael D. Gordon, the Rosengarten Professor of Modern and Contemporary History, was appointed as the next dean of the college. Gordon is a 2011 Guggenheim Fellow and celebrated historian of science. He has also publicly supported the university's divestment from fossil fuels. 
He will succeed current Dean Jill Dolan, who announced in September that she will be stepping down at the end of this academic year. Dolan has served as Dean since 2015, and Gordon will begin his term as Dean on July 1st. In national news, Charles Littlejohn, the former IRS contractor accused of leaking tax records of former President Donald Trump and thousands of other wealthy Americans, was sentenced yesterday to five years in prison. The sentence, one of the longest in a federal leak investigation, also includes three years of supervised release, 300 hours of community service, and a $5,000 fine. Judge Ana Reyes questioned whether Little John's actions accomplished much, mentioning that Trump's tax returns were released in 2022 by then-Democrat-run House Ways and Means Committee following a long legal battle to obtain them. Prosecutors have said that Little John's, quote, actions appear to be unparalleled in the IRS's history. In international news, an arbitration panel at the Court of Arbitration for Sport, or CAS, ruled yesterday that figure skater Camila Valieva, quote, committed an anti-doping rule violation. This ruling comes nearly two years after her performance and positive doping test in the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. The CAS has ruled that Valieva will be banned from international competition through December 2025. Today, you can expect cloudy skies with a high of 38 and a low of 28 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Vitus LaRue and me, sound engineered by Theo Wells-Spackman, and produced under the 148th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Twyla Colburn. Have a wonderful day.